Hey Google, play alive by Pearl Jam. No, actually, no, we don't have the rights to that, but the Boston Bruins are very much still alive. That song has been going through my head for hours, and there will be a Game 7 Saturday afternoon, 4.30 p.m., between our Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. Let's talk about Game 6 here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And the uh, Google had actually started playing <laughs> Alive by Pearl Jam in the background there. I had to yell to stop. Anyways... Welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, May 13th. Ooh, spooky. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast free and available on your audio platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do Smash that subscribe button. Each new episode dropped into your feeds for you to download, listen, watch, enjoy. If you want to comment on the YouTube as well, get the discussion going there. Rate and review. If you're an Apple user, that would be very much appreciated. And if you're on social media, social, who says social media? If you're on Twitter, find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. Same on Instagram. And you can find me. My dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. And I don't know about you, but uh, I didn't sleep very well last night because I was so amped up after a Game 6 victory by our Boston Bruins. I also watched overtime between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, but we'll talk about that a bit later. What I loved about this game is that It was a complete team effort, a balanced attack, contributions up and down the lineup. And Bruce Cassidy, for this game, decided to go back to the lineup that had been largely successful for, you know, the better part of two months to end the regular season. So that meant Chris Wagner took a seat, Trent Frederick came back into the lineup, playing his Familiar third-line left-wing spot with Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, Thomas Nosek bumped down to the fourth-line center spot between Nick Foligno, Curtis Cesar. Then you had Jake DeBrusque going back on the top line and David Pasternak coming down to play with Taylor Hall and Eric Halla. And it paid off. The Bruins got five different goal scorers in this game. One from each of the four lines, and another from an unlikely contributor offensively on the back end. The Bruins took a 2-0 lead in the second period, thanks to Brad Marchand with a just absolute snipe past Antti Ranta. A Charlie Coyle power play goal. Uh, Got a nice bounce on an attempted shot. Buried the rebound. Uh, Andre 
Svechnikov scored a few minutes into the third period to ramp up the tension. But then the Bruins got a goal from Eric Howla, his first of the series. A goal from Derek Forbort, who continued his incredible play on the back end with the Bruins shorthanded in this one. He got his first of the series. And then an empty netter from Curtis Lazar with a very important assist from Nick Foligno, who had that extra effort to get the puck out of the Bruins zone. Bruce Cassidy said this game was more about how they had been successful earlier in the year. They got themselves back in the series after games three and four. Didn't go as well in Carolina. So let's go back to the group, including Frederick. Lindholm comes in to help. But the main reason was they wanted to get back, change the lines, um, back to what had worked for you know the better part of the back half of the regular season. Again, they got five goals from five different players. Charlie Coyle said he thought a lot of the lines that were there tonight played together a good chunk of the year. They're more familiar with each other. Uh, but whatever coach puts up on the board as far as lines, you've got to do your job no matter who you're playing with. But having the lineup that they had, they're more familiar with each other and got contributions from a lot of different guys. That could play into how the lines were. Guys are more familiar, having that chemistry. And, of course, they were just glad they got the job done. Now, of course, with Trent Frederick coming back in the lineup, he took his token minor penalty. But um, the Bruins were able to withstand four straight penalties called against them to begin the second period, including a five-on-three opportunity for the Carolina Hurricanes after Frederick tripped Brett Pesci, and then Charlie McAvoy took a hooking call against Vince Trocek. Um, Brandon Carlo, Derek Forbort played a, almost 14 minutes combined, shorthanded, and the Hurricanes were only able to score the one power play goal on the night going one for six so again tremendous penalty killing for the Boston Bruins and Derek Forbort was then rewarded with uh with that goal uh which which was great to see he has been I don't want to well maybe I'll say it invaluable for the Boston Bruins in this series uh blocking shots Strong penalty kill, and uh, yeah, kind of, I don't want to say justifying Don Sweeney, signing him over uh, the course of the next couple of years, but he's been a beast in the playoffs. That's when you want guys to step up, and he certainly has been, and it was cool to see him get that goal. I should mention Thomas Nosek. Had a couple assists. I've been critical of his play, uh, but he stepped up 
with a couple assists, including the primary assist on uh, Forbort's goal. A great effort there to get uh, the puck to the point. He had a secondary assist on Lazar's goal. Great to see him get on the board as well. I think Lazar has had a very fantastic series. And winning teams get contributions up and down the lineup. Um, That's just the way it is. And Coyle scored. Hollis scored. Lazar scored. Marchand scored one player from each of the four lines, and then you get one from the blue line as well. Um, Just a fantastic effort, team effort for the Boston Bruins in this one. Backstopped by Jeremy Swayman, who saved 23 of 25 shots to improve his playoff save percentage to 9-13-3-1 over his last four starts. The Bruins having won three of the past four against Carolina with a Game 7 on tap for Saturday, 4.30 p.m. We'll talk more about Game 6 here in a moment, but first a quick word about Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received a birthday cake puff and I have never had anything like it before. They're available right now and we can't promise they're going to be there tomorrow. So go get them today at Built.com. Make every day your birthday with Built's birthday cake puffs. They've taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake, enrobed it in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. But it's also good for you. Again, only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. Go to build.com to get the birthday cake puffs right now. And you can use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your total order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts, free and available wherever you get podcasts. The Bruins are off to a Game 7. Bruce Cassidy, after the game, said, I love it. This is what you play for. Guys should be excited. Game 7, Stanley Cup playoffs, home or road. He'd rather be at home based on the way they've been playing at home. But he added he'd play on Mars if the Bruins had to. Boston boy Matt Damon would be the only player in the stands for that one. Little Martian joke for you there. Cassidy added, I think right now we just want to get after it, and that's what it's all about. I'm sure they'd say the same thing. Carolina Hurricanes, probably disappointed, but Game 7, they're going to wake up Saturday morning and be excited to play as they should be. It's going to be a great game. Now, the Bruins, of course, have struggled in Carolina this series. 
hopefully getting back to those four lines that they had been used to will give them um, a bit of an advantage on the road. Don't discount the importance of a Felino contributing, a Lazar contributing, a Thomas Nosek contributing, giving those guys an extra boost of confidence heading into a uh, an elimination game. Although, another elimination game. This was an elimination game, of course. A one-game-takes-the-series kind of, of game coming up here for the Bruins. Um, Hollis goal, I thought, was excellent. He redirected a Charlie McAvoy feed past Antiranta, 7.08 of the third to neutralize that Svechnikov goal, put the Bruins up 3-1. And um, again, that second line had kind of lost its way with uh, different wingers stepping up there. Pasternak bumping down, it uh, really helped the whole group uh, get it going. Um, I mentioned Forbort earlier. That goal, Bruce Cassidy lauded him afterwards, saying he's really stepped up. It's been a series where they've been killing a lot of penalties. He's been excellent in shooting lanes. Clears have been really good. Uh, he's been really good with Connor Clifton, and they've solidified themselves as a pair. That's why they've stayed in, because they're an effective pairing. They're playing to their strengths. They're keeping it simple with their puck movement and their physical. They've each scored in the last two games as well, which is a crazy nice bonus for the Boston Bruins. But most importantly, they're defending well against whatever line they're assigned against. Tonight, or last night, sorry, it was the Jordan Stahl line. And... Uh, full credit to the Bruins for shutting them down. Penalty kill, again, excellent. One for six were the Hurricanes, including an extended five on three. And uh, the Bruins able to shut them down. And uh, that was a huge turning point in the game, no doubt. Hampus Lindholm returned in this one. He was paired with Charlie McAvoy. He helped lead Boston's breakout on numerous occasions. Broke up a two-on-one with a stellar stick in the first period. Uh, He played a team high, 24-48. Great to be out there, he said. Uh, He doesn't like watching hockey. It's not something he's ever been good at. Super happy to be out there with the boys and to contribute in a big win. Charlie McAvoy contributing as well, obviously. Uh, And he skated only 20 minutes, 33 seconds of ice time. Third among Bruins defensemen. Uh, He appeared to be a bit winded after taking a hit. He also leveled a huge hit on Sebastian Ajo uh, early in the game. That kind of set the tone for the Bruins. Hopefully he is okay. Uh, He looked to be favoring his shoulder a little bit there, but uh, hopefully he's okay and ready to go for Game 7. Full credit as well to the fans that were in the stands, constantly booing Tony D'Angelo, among others, chanting some very creative and hilarious things. And 
you know, it's 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 tough to think about the Bruins going into Carolina, stealing Game Seven. But I have kind of hearkened back to 2011, where the Bruins uh, split uh, the first six games of the series with the Vancouver Canucks, each team winning their games at home. And then the Bruins came out, won 4-0 in Game 7 to win the Stanley Cup. The two players that scored in that game are the only two Bruins remaining with the club 11 years later, and that would be Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Brad Marchand, once again, a force last night for the Bruins, scoring the game's uh, opening goal and adding an assist on Charlie Coyle's power play goal in the first period. He has been excellent so far, and he is among the league leaders in playoff scoring. Only one point back of Connor McDavid with 11 points through Six games. McDavid has 12 points through six games. Key for the Bruins in Game 7 will be scoring first. Uh, Game 6 was the first game of the series where they have scored first. That obviously kept the crowd in it, got everybody going. Uh, Games 1 and 2 in particular, they came out strong. Were not able to get the puck past Antiranta. And then the Hurricanes came back and scored a couple quick ones. If the Bruins can score first, get the crowd out of it, that will be huge for the Bruins. I also like that they went back to these lines for Game 6 so that they have more of a balanced attack. Obviously, Carolina will dictate the matchups at home. But if you have a balanced lineup with the potential for scoring up and down, or at least from the first two lines, maybe the third line, then you get um, the possibility of scoring away from Carolina's top defensive players. I think um, special teams will obviously be a key in the game if the Bruins can continue to um, find some success on the power play and if they can continue to kill penalties with great veracity then uh, the Bruins should be okay and then it'll come down to goaltending as well. Uh, Jeremy Swayman has played very well for the Boston Bruins He has not won in Carolina, uh, losing in Game 5. So if he's able to step up, then the Bruins have a fighting chance as well. And I think if anybody can do it, it's Jeremy Swayman. He is calm, confident. You know, he said after the game, this is what you dream of as a guy growing up. Uh, He said it's a dream come true. He can't wait. And the Alaskan boy has an opportunity to go down to uh, Carolina and become a hero for Boston Bruins fans. If you want to put some 
money on this game. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and developments, including the Stanley Cup playoffs, basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, even some NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. When it comes to giving out a big bear of the night, I don't know. It's tough to say. It was a very balanced attack for the Boston Bruins. Maybe we should give it to Bruce Cassidy for deciding to mix up the lines once again and going back to what had been working. Um, There was a bit of confusion at the end of the game, I should add, as Brad Marchand took a four-minute penalty for spearing a double minor against Jesperi Kotkaniemi. I looked at the replay... Couldn't see it at all, and shouldn't be any concern about supplemental discipline for Game 7. Again, the Bruins have been here before. They haven't played a road Game 7 since 2011, but of course uh, they won uh, Game 7 on the first round against the Toronto Maple Leafs. 2019 lost Game 7. Against the uh, Carolina, or sorry, the St. Louis Blues in Game 7 back in 2019. We don't need to belabor that anymore. Um, And this current group hasn't played many Game 7s on the road. In fact, none. It'll be their first, like I said, since... Um, they lost to their first game seven since they lost to the Blues and their first road one since Vancouver. So what should we expect? I don't know. It's going to come down to a lot of uh, different factors, many of which come down to home ice advantage, matchups, Scoring first, like I said, will be key for the Boston Bruins. And again, Game 7 will be played at 4.30 p.m. Eastern because there will be a couple other Game 7s that night and the NHL wants to spread things out. The um, Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa Bay Lightning will play Game 7 at 7 p.m. And then the... Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings will play their Game 7 at 10 p.m. Tonight, Penguins, Rangers, Game 6. A source for the Athletic claims Sidney Crosby is being evaluated for a concussion that he suffered during Game 5 against the Rangers. Uh, He left that game after being elbowed by Jacob Truba. That's significant, not to look too far ahead here, but the winner of Pittsburgh, New York, will play the winner of Carolina, Boston. So if, when Boston wins Game 7, and say the Penguins are able to close things out on home ice tonight, Sidney Crosby's availability will become a huge story to watch. 
for for us. Uh, the St. Louis Blues they advanced after beating the Minnesota Wild. A lot of people had picked the Wild to kind of go the distance, uh, but uh, they were defeated by by the Blues, which is which is quite unfortunate. Whoo! So yes, the Bruins winning last night, still not over it. Um, three game sevens scheduled for Saturday. There could be three more on Sunday, depending on what happens tonight. The Panthers could close out the Capitals. They lead 3-2. The Flames could close out the Stars tonight. They lead 3-2. Penguins, Rangers. Uh, I could see that going 7, especially with Crosby being out. And uh could be a very thrilling weekend of hockey action. And I know a lot of us hoping, praying the Bruins are able to get the job done on the road this time. Somebody bottle up some TD Garden water, bring it to Game 7, a la Nathan Horton in 2011. That's it for today's episode, friends. A great win last night for our Boston Bruins. I was up in the family room cheering, pacing, loving it. And hopefully that continues Saturday afternoon. To follow along for all the latest, Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter, at ENC McLaren on Twitter. Um, other weekend plans, we got a new set for the deck. Hopefully to set that up soon. Uh, gonna try catching up on some shows. There's a new episode of Atlanta, The Staircase, on HBO Max, Hacks, hoping to watch. I started a rewatch of Silicon Valley as kind of my relaxing show. I like to watch a sitcom before bed to kind of unwind. And uh, yeah, just enjoying the sunshine. Whew, already a little nervous about Game 7, not going to lie. So happy Friday, friends. Thanks for joining me here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Hopefully we'll be back maybe Sunday, maybe Monday, with some good news about the Boston Bruins and looking ahead to a second-round series. But first things first, got to get the job done in Carolina. Will not be an easy task, but I think the Bruins are up for it. I'm going to say Bruins win 4-2 Saturday afternoon. Book it. Also, if you follow on Twitter, you will have seen that I said if they win the cup, I'll get a Bruins tattoo. I haven't told Lauren yet. Uh, but uh, I'm thinking the Bruins original logo, but just the bear. I think that would be pretty cool. Anyways, have a great weekend, folks. Enjoy your Friday. Tomorrow's going to be stressful. But we can get through this together here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.